to Park Valley Church's Sermon of the Week. It doesn't matter if you have been a Christ follower for years or new to the Christian faith, you have come to the right place. Listen in as one of our campus pastors shares how to apply biblical truth in a tangible way. As you listen, we pray you have an encounter with Jesus that leads to real and lasting life change. And I want to transition now from that announcement into just the fact that we serve an unlimited God. And there's a, an apostle by the name of Paul, Paul the Apostle, who wrote this just ridiculous prayer. I mean, it was amazing. It was a prayer for the people of Ephesus. It was the prayer that he was praying for the people of Ephesus. And all through the prayer, literally what he was basically saying over and over and again, in a sense, was we serve an unlimited God. We serve an unlimited God. I mean, just over and over and over again. I don't know why I'm afraid. He's an unlimited God. And so um, a few things that I pulled out of the prayer that I wanted to give you just briefly because we did a heavy worship set today and a shorter message, uh, but just four quick things and I'll run through them fast in the prayer. The first thing that Paul brings up is this, plug into his unlimited resources. The reason I say that is because you know what? God's the one that owns everything. God owns it all. God owns all the strength. God owns all the ideas, all the wealth, all the peace, all the wisdom, all the power, all the finances, all the success. And more than anything else, and I think this is important for all of us, God owns all the mental toughness. Because really, any single challenge that you're going to face in your life, really the biggest challenge is from this year to this year. The challenge is what goes on in your brain. That's where the challenge is. You know, I don't know if you've ever watched a show called Alone, but when they, they start previewing the people that are going to be on the Alone show, wherever they're going to go, you start looking at the people going, oh, they're going to win. They're going to win. Some guy's going, I will eat bark for 100 consecutive days. You know, and you're thinking, oh, you're so going to win. Within week two, they're in the fetal position crying, going, I want to go home. (laughs) Why? Because it's not just physical. It's mental. The challenges that you face in life are mental. Do you think for a second that God, that, of course, God knows that, but do you think for a second your enemy doesn't know that? Why do you think in, in the book of Corinthians... Literally, what God is doing is this. He is preparing you for the epic battle of all. The epic battle that you're going to face and that you're going to struggle with is a battle for your mind. Satan is after your mind. And he wants to fill it with lies. That's what he wants to do. And so what does God do? He warns us. And he says, that's why you can take every thought captive. That's why you need to focus on what's true and not, and not what, what is a lie. Because Satan wants to destroy us. Here's what he literally says. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 16. Here's the, the unlimited thing that he refers to in 3.16. Here's the prayer. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources that he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. The moment a person receives Jesus Christ as their Savior, I mean the moment they put their faith and trust in Christ and what he did on the cross and how he rose from the dead, the Bible says you're given the Holy Spirit of God. And the moment you're given the Holy Spirit of God, he goes to work in your life. He does. He starts giving the inner man strength. He starts changing your mind and the way you think. That's why Romans chapter 12 says, let me transform you by changing the way you think. And the word renew literally means to renovate. So he goes into this existing body with his existing thoughts going in this existing direction. And he begins to renovate slowly but surely over time. He says, we got to get rid of this carpeting. It's disgusting. It's shag. It's filthy. It's gross. These appliances are 60s, lime green. They're all falling apart. 
We've got to get rid of all this stuff. So what does he do? He starts taking out the appliances, and changing out the cabinets, and doing the countertops, doing the flooring, and doing the carpeting. And you start looking around, and it smells different. That's probably not a good thing to say, but you know, it just looks different. There's a difference in that home because it's being renovated. That's what the Holy Spirit of God is doing for you. And it may not be, well, the clothes you wear or whatever, but it may be the thoughts that you think because a lot of the thoughts that we think are toxic. And he starts to replace different thoughts. You know, thoughts that are jealous thoughts or thoughts that are filled with hate, you know, or thoughts that are selfish or thoughts that are all, you know, anger or lustful or whatever it is. He begins to do a renovation process and then you begin to change on the inside and that inner strength gives you the strength it needs for you to not quit things that you have absolutely no business quitting in your life because life's filled with challenges. And the biggest challenge that you're going to face, again, like I said, is from this year to this year. And so I don't know if you've ever heard of a lady by the name of Jackie Hunt, uh, Borisma, but um, she's pretty much a normal 46-year-old woman with two exceptions. Number one, she's got one leg, as you can tell. I like her t-shirt. It said a zombie chewed it off. I think that's totally cool. I love that shirt. Um, But the other thing that's cool about her is that she ran 104 marathons in 104 days. Just a normal, regular girl, 46 years old. You know, she looks like a normal, regular person. How does somebody run 104 marathons in 104 days? I'll tell you what, she's a, she's a cyborg from this year to this year. That's why. She has a mental toughness that you cannot even fathom that this girl has. Uh, that's the only way you can push yourself to those kinds of extremes. When your body physically starts to break down and the mental kicks in and says, keep going, keep going, don't quit. That's the kind of change, that's the kind of strength that we need when it comes to our thinking and the inner man. That's what the Holy Spirit of God brings us when we're tempted to quit on a marriage or quit on a relationship or quit on a commitment or whatever it may be, we hold on to that and the Holy Spirit of God does it from a source that is absolutely 100% unlimited, completely unlimited. The second thing really quick is this. Open up your heart to an unlimited Savior. Do you know how Revelation chapter 1 and verse number 8 describes Jesus? It describes him this way. He's the Alpha and the Omega. Anybody ever heard of that? Raise your hand if you ever heard of that. Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega. In English, that's like saying this. He's everything from A to Z. He's everything you could possibly ever need. And literally, it's saying this. Every single combination of every single letter that has ever been created in in whatever capacity to form any word or form any sentence or form any idea or form an idea that none of us have ever thought of or or never will ever even discover, Jesus is already beyond it. Jesus is already all about it. Jesus is already Lord over all of it. He is the Alpha. He's the Omega. He's the beginning. He's the end. It's crazy when you think about the way the Bible describes Jesus. Not to mention the fact that it goes on to say that he's the Almighty. It doesn't just say he's the beginning and the ending. It says that. But it also says that he is which is, which was, and which is to come. He's the Almighty. And if he's the Almighty, then he's sovereign. He's sovereign over every person, every object, and every event. My question to myself is, what am I afraid of? I serve a sovereign God who's in charge of everything. I trust in him. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 17, Paul continues with the prayer, this unlimited prayer. He says, then Christ, this Alpha and Omega, this Almighty, 
will make his home in your hearts? How big and how powerful and how amazing is Jesus? The same Jesus that as you trust him wants to be at home in your own heart. Wants to live in Barry White's heart. Kidding me? I can't even imagine that. I don't even like myself at times. And Jesus wants to be in my heart? Okay. The Alpha and Omega? The Almighty Sovereign over everything? Well, that just tells you how unlimited this relationship is. And it's amazing because it's all founded on trust. You get to the place in your life where you begin to trust him. And it's not easy to trust a stranger. You see somebody coming down, a stranger, a perfect stranger comes up to you and says, hey, you don't know me, but do you mind if I stay the night at your house? You're going to be like, I kind of mind. Because I don't know you. I'm not letting you in my house. That's what you're thinking, right? But as you get to know people more and more, what happens? You begin to trust them more and more. I'm telling you, the closer you get to Jesus, this Alpha and Omega, the closer you get to Jesus, the more you're going to trust him. And the, the, the more at home in your heart he's going to be. And think about all the things the Bible talks about when it comes to trust. Isaiah says, you know, he will keep in perfect peace all who trust in him, all whose thoughts are fixed on him. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not into thine understanding. And all thy ways acknowledge him. And what's he going to do? He's going to direct your paths. What's he say in Ephesians? He says, trust in him and he will live in your heart. I mean, it's a no-brainer. It's that amazing. It's that powerful. It's that incredible. The third thing is this. It's unlimited, right? The third thing is be nourished in his unlimited love. Everybody wants to be loved. The person that comes up to you and says, I don't need anyone's love. I don't need your love. No one's love. Okay, they're lying. They're trying to be tough by lying. They want to be loved. And here's what love does for you. Love nourishes you. It nourishes you. And I always say this, and it's weird, and I haven't said it in a while, but... You know, I'll go up to Christine before I leave the house and I say, I need some gold power. Give me some gold power before I go. And that basically means I want a kiss. And then after I get a kiss, I always go, I just need one more. Just one more. She said, you said one. I said, I just want one more. Why? Because it just fills you, you know, love. You, you want to be loved. Fall in love with somebody. And that's all you think about. It controls your schedule it controls your thoughts it controls your actions you're thinking about it all the time it's like i can't wait to see her for dinner and then i can't wait to be with her at dessert and then i can't wait to watch that movie with her and then i can't wait to see her for breakfast i mean literally you just can't stop thinking about anything else and so all i'm saying is is this god has an unlimited reservoir of love and look what the bible says in the prayer Ephesians chapter 3, verse 17, it says this, your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. What is a root? That's something that you gain nourishment through. You're gaining nourishment through the root and the roots into, deep into God's love. So it's his love that really you're getting the, the... And it's hard to understand. He wants you to understand it, but it's hard to understand. Verse 18, and may you have the power to understand as all God's people should how wide how long how high how deep his love really is and by the way that never changes what are we talking about that's an unlimited love and then he says in verse 19 I don't want you just to understand it I want you to experience it may you experience the love of Christ his love is tender-hearted sacrificial it's tough at times sometimes his love is tough but I can guarantee you this, it's always, always, always unlimited. Here's the last one. 
Experience through Him your unlimited potential. The potential that you have in Christ is unlimited. Because the Bible says that you can do all things through Christ that gives you the strength. So there's that. (laughs) There's no ceiling on that. If it's Jesus doing it, then there's no ceiling on it. That's why an angel would go to Gideon while Gideon is hiding in a wine press, threshing wheat, hiding for his life against the Midianites. And the angel looks at him and says, Mighty man of valor! He's going, You're talking to somebody else in here? Because it ain't me. And then he literally responds by saying this, I am the weakest family in my tribe, and I'm the weakest person in my family. He's literally saying this, I literally believe that I am the weakest person in all of Israel. In the whole country. (laughs) I'm the worst. And you just called me a mighty man of valor. Please understand this. God always has the ability to see your potential even when you don't see it. He will see it, you know, and he can use you. What does he say to Moses? You're going to go to Egypt. You're going to get my people and you're going to come back to this mountain where this bush is on fire right now and you're going to worship me. Let me tell you this. If God makes that declaration, here's a question for you. Is it going to happen? Yeah, it's going to happen. Literally, Moses could have said, well, since you said it's all going to happen, I might as well just do it because there's no way it can't happen. If God says it, it's going to happen. And what does he say to Abraham? You're going to have your offspring is going to be like the stars of the sky. He's like, well, there's a problem. I can't have any kids. God's like, yeah, I see your potential when you don't. God has that ability to see the potential. What does he say in the prayer? It's unlimited. Last verse. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse number 20 says this. Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. He is unlimited. We serve an unlimited God who loves us with an unlimited love and gives us unlimited potential to serve him in any way, shape, or form he calls us to do it. And we have nothing to be afraid of. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes for just a minute? The most important decision you'll ever make is your decision to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. It is the, literally the difference between eternal life and death. It's that huge. It's enormous. If you're sitting here today and you've never accepted Christ as your Savior, I don't typically use the word implore, but I implore you. I'm begging you. To take, to take the verse that says today is the day of salvation and today to be the day that you place your faith and trust in Christ. And the crazy thing about faith is it's literally just that. It's a choice. Faith is a choice. You make the choice as to whether or not you will believe and trust that Jesus was God in the flesh, that he came to this earth and in a sense took a first step towards reconciling a broken relationship because of sin. He made the first move even though we offended him. He steps into our world. He dies on a cross because that was the penalty for death, uh, sin, death. So he dies on the cross only in perfect God form. He doesn't stay dead. He rises from the dead three days later. If you will believe that, he'll save your soul. He'll give you a home in heaven. Holy Spirit of God will come in and start renovating you slowly but surely over time. That will happen. If you would like to accept Christ as your savior, I'm going to give you a chance to do it right now. Don't wait another minute. Pray right now and receive Christ as your Savior. Why don't you pray something like this? Dear Heavenly Father, I want you to know this. I believe in Jesus. That Jesus came to this earth, died on a cross, and three days later was risen 
from the dead for me. I pray that you would forgive me of my sins and be my savior. I give you my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Let me just say a quick prayer. Lord, thanks for being unlimited and thanks for loving us. We love you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for listening to our Sermon of the Week. If you accepted Christ, want to accept Christ, or just want to see what Park Valley Church is about, you can email us at info at parkvalleychurch.com. Have a great week and we'll see you next time.